Hey, what's up, my good people? It's been a while. It's been a while. But I'm finally back on the airwaves. I haven't been. I took a little time off <laughs> to get my footballing on. And that's why I'm going to bring y'all this dope show. Yes, I'm back. Smitty Sports Machine is back. And I'm going to talk Super Bowl weekend. From everything to the NFL honors up through Super Bowl 53. And man, <clears throat> it was quite a weekend here in Atlanta. One of, one of the best I've seen quite a while. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> it reminded me of Freaknik a little bit with all the people downtown in Atlanta. But I'm not going to bore y'all with that. Just my personal opinion. I always like to thank y'all for tuning in to my show. Because without no y'all, it would be no Smitty. I'm going to talk a little bit, like I said, about the NFL honors. Uh, Get my opinion on the awards. I agree with most of them, but, you know, I got to throw a monkey wrench in everything. Uh, Super Bowl 53. Uh, It wasn't what everybody expected, but I understood very well why it ended the way it did. And I'm going to give y'all my personal opinion on that. But before I do that, I'd like to give a shout out and give y'all my uh, sites I'm on. Um, Twitter. You can catch me on Twitter at FatboySlim underscore 21. And it's mainly where I post all of my work from blogging to podcast YouTube channel I mean you can catch it all on there I mean Twitter is you know pretty much expanding and to me honestly it's become bigger than Facebook I hate to say that but it has even though Facebook may bring in you know more people a month I think Twitter is blowing up and you can get just as much advertisement on there as well but like I said I'll bring y'all my thoughts on Super Bowl 53 then I would do my NFL NFL honors thoughts it's gonna be a wild one I'll be right back after this short break back, I'm back, I'm back, my people. Let's get into Super Bowl 53. Well, we all know and we all had expectations that it would be a high-scoring affair. But, it did not end up that way. It ended up being a defensive struggle, which I kind of love. And the first touchdown didn't come to the fourth quarter. It's the first time in Super Bowl history that uh, both teams did not score a touchdown through the th- first three quarters. Now, let's get into the game. Both teams seem, you know, a bit off sync during the game and 
they didn't play to their full potential. Now, mind you, both of these teams scored well over 30 points a game during the regular season, and that continued in the playoffs. Now, for the Los Angeles Rams, part of their problem, and everybody knows it, is Todd Gurley could not get it going. Todd Gurley is the engine to that offense. And if you shut down Todd Gurley, nine times out of ten, you're going to shut down the Rams also. Because he's a key cog in the offense, in the passing game, and definitely in the run game. And you mean to tell me, you know, you don't know this? Sean McVay? You've seen it all season. Todd Gurley, if you don't get him going, you're going to have problems. And he did have problems. After he took the first carry for four yards, uh, it was pretty much downhill from there. He only had nine more carries for 31 yards, as he would end up with 10 for 35 yards. Anybody know Todd Gurley or a running back that scored 21 touchdowns during the regular season? Uh, that tells you right there, he's a vital part of your offense. And Sean McVay... I don't know what kind of game plan that you had going, but um, you played a little bit scared, called, you know, a bit conservative at times. Uh, During the second half, uh, he kind of opened it up, but it was a bit too late. Now, Jared Goff, he made some good throws, but you also seen the inexperience, you know, during the game. Uh, he only passed for 50, 50%, you know, 19 for 38, 220, 229, and an interception. He missed a wide open Brandon Cooks in the end zone. Um, he's seen him late. I don't know what happened with that. But that was one missed opportunity that could have changed the momentum of the game. I mean, what can I say? Um, the Rams, you know, made a lot of mistakes. Now, they played a great game on defense. And Wade Phillips, I give him a lot of credit. He's been in the NFL 41 years, so he's pretty much seen everything. He had a great defensive game plan, you know, for that New England offense. But the Rams couldn't capitalize, couldn't move the ball like they needed to. So it cost them in the end. Now, let's get to the Patriots a little bit before I... You know, give my thoughts on, you know, the game as a whole. Um, This New England team may be the grittiest of all the six teams that won the Super Bowl. And the reason why I say that is because I had never seen that New England defense play that tough a full 60 minutes. Whether it's regular season, playoff, or whenever. Yes, you've seen them blow out teams, you know, and I remember them blowing out the Oilers 59 and nothing at home. I actually watched some of that game. That was about a decade ago. But the way this team gritted it out the whole season, uh, and I was, I'm not going to lie, I was one of the people that said, oh, they're done, you know, they're washed up. But when they got the Super Bowl 53, they showed the world why they were five-time world champions. Tom Brady did not have a great game, but he put it together when he needed it to. He passed for 262, didn't throw a touchdown, 
threw an interception. Nearly threw a couple of interceptions, which means, like I said earlier, Wade Phillips had the perfect game plan for Tom Brady. Not many defensive coordinators can do that. But when you've been around for a while, hey, you got a plan for everything. Sonny Michelle, who I thought was MVP, 18 carries for 94 yards for the Ricky running back out of Georgia. I was proud to see that, knowing that he had lost the national championship in that stadium a year earlier. So, he got redemption. But the Super Bowl MVP was Julian Edelman, who uh, was all over the field. Rams couldn't cover him. He just kept finding holes in the defense. 10 catches, 141 yards. No, he did not score, but three of his catches went for over 20, 25 yards or more. What more can you ask for from a receiver? I got a question about Julian Edelman that I asked at the end of the podcast. Now, I would like that y'all uh, <laughs> give me an answer to that because uh, I'm going to use my YouTube channel to uh, bring it out. But, like I said, New England was gritty. Uh, Belichick called it right plays when he needed to. He knew how to put pressure on that young quarterback. He stopped stopped the run game when he needed to. He just called a complete game. And their defensive coordinator, Tom Flores, who the Miami Dolphins' new head coach, which they will announce very soon, uh, probably have already announced it. But... He had a great defensive game plan also. So, if y'all wondering why this was such a low-scoring game, both defensive coordinators came in ready to do their thing. It had nothing to do with the high-scoring offense. If you call the right plays on defense, it can slow any offense down, and that's what happened with both of these teams. The defensive coordinators had perfect game plans, and it was up to the offense to execute. And in crunch time, Josh McDaniels proved that his play calling was a little bit more effective than uh, Sean McVay. Now, 13-3 was not the score that we were expecting, but I understood, you know, why it was only 13-3. Like I said, it was a defensive struggle. Both teams grinded out on defense. The Rams wore out a little bit more down the stretch because they were on the field longer. Tom Brady held the ball a little bit longer, used the running game effectively. So, that's why it was such a low-scoring game. Now, my reactions to the game. My thoughts. I'm going to say it like this. No, I'm not a big Tom Brady fan. But I respect what he has accomplished. The first player ever to win six Super Bowl titles, surpassing Charles Haley, who had five with the 49ers and Cowboys. Now, you have questions this offseason. Brady said he hasn't retired, but if you paid attention to the interview... He also talked about his family a lot. And in the past, you've never seen Tom Brady do that. So, to say he's not going to retire, just hold your breath. Because I don't think it's over with. Rob Gronkowski, 
says he'll take a week or two to think about what he wants to do with his future. He also said Tom Brady's the only quarterback that he'll play with. So does that mean that both of them might retire at the same time? I think so. And if you think I'm lying, go to my YouTube channel. I will tell you why I think Tom Brady is going to hang it up. I put that up the other day. Go check it out. Smitty Sports Machine on YouTube. But it's something to think about. Bill Belichick, 66 years old. How much longer will he coach? We don't know that. Six rings may be enough for some people. But Tom Brady, I wouldn't be surprised he came back for a seventh ring. And the reason why I think he's doing it, I think he wants to surpass the greatness of Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan played in six finals and won all six. Yes, Tom Brady has lost a couple of Super Bowls, but at the end of the day, that greatness is still there. So, what will they do? That remains to be seen. But I think they both will retire, Gronk and Brady. And I think Belichick will think about it also. What else do they have to prove? They tied the Pittsburgh Steelers with six world titles by a team. So one more of those puts them on top of the pack. That may be what they're aiming for. Who knows? But my personal opinion... I think they're about done. It's going to be an interesting offseason. So, next up, NFL Combine, then NFL Draft. But that's my thoughts on Super Bowl 53. I'll be right back with NFL Honors. Stay tuned. What's going on, everybody? It's Mike Patton, a.k.a. The General, SportsAwakening.com, and you're tuned in to Smitty Sports Machine and my boy, Antoine Smitty Smith. I want to thank my boy, Mike Patton, for dropping that drop for me, man. Appreciate you, my dude. But we're going to get on to these NFL honors. Man, it was quite a weekend in Atlanta, man. Stars everywhere. And man, these NFL honors were like no other. A lot of first-year players won awards. And on top of that, these are the stars of the future. So, y'all better get used to seeing these people, man. Trust me. These players are like no other. I think the next generation are going to put up some great players. Let's start with the first award. Pepsi Ricky of the Year went to New York Journeys running back Saquon Barkley. Really no surprise here. Dude had 2,000 yards from scrimmage. What else do you need to know? <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a sight to see. And in my personal opinion, I think he's the next coming to Barry Sanders. Um, has excellent footwork, shiftiness uh, that reminds you of Sanders. 
And on top of that, he can catch the ball out the backfield, which is an added weapon for anything. So if the Giants are going to stick with Eli Manning, which I hate they are, uh, this kid will help Eli Manning uh, stay out of a bit of trouble. But we will see how that plays out. FedEx Air and Ground Players of the Year. The Air Player of the Year was Patrick Mahomes. No surprise, their 50 touchdown passes uh, led the Chiefs to the AFC Championship game. This kid is definitely the future of the NFL. Once Brady retires and Aaron Rodgers, you know, decides to sit down because uh, those guys are up in age. So, I see this kid taking over pretty quickly, you know, in the next two to three years being the best quarterback in the league. Ground player of the year, Saquon Barkley, again, 2,000 yards from scrimmage. Uh, easily, you know, the easy choice here. Uh, so those are my those are the FedEx Ground and Air Players of the Year. AP Defensive Player of the Year, no surprise, Aaron Donald. Uh, led the NFL in sacks with 20 and a half. Uh, first defensive tackle to achieve that goal. Uh, this kid <laughs> just signed a six-year, $141 million contract, and he was worth every dime. Uh, yes, they just lost in the Super Bowl. Trust me, they'll be back stronger than ever next year. Next year with that team. Salute the Service Award presented by the United States Air Force Academy. Atlanta Falcons Ben Garland won that award. As if you remember, he was a service member in the um, in the uh, Air Force. So uh, he won that award. AP Offensive Rookie of the Year. Saquon Barkley again, third award. <laughs> and like I said, he's going to be one to watch down the road. AP, AP Offensive Player of the Year. No surprise, Patrick Mahomes. Again, 50 touchdown passes. Led the NFL on the third quarterback to ever reach that 50 touchdown plateau. Uh, Game Changer Award presented by Gillette. Seattle Seahawks linebacker Shaquem Griffin. Uh, for y'all, for you all that don't know, Griffin is the player with the um, with the uh, missing right hand. I'm sorry, missing left hand. And um, he has actually playing on team with his twin brother in Seattle. And uh, I salute the Seattle Seahawks for giving him that shot that he so much deserves. Uh, when he played at UCF. One of the top defensive players in the in the entire country. So uh, that game changer award was well deserved. I think this kid will be around for a while, and look for him to start making plays on the regular, as I think he'll start working closer to a starting position. AP Defensive Rookie of the Year, no no surprise, Darius Leonard. Uh, he got snubbed for the Pro Bowl, but I think he made it as a reserve. But this kid is has every tool that you can look for in a linebacker. In my personal opinion, I think he's a young version of Derrick Brooks when he first got in the league with Tampa. Uh, he can cover, he can tackle. Had nearly 200 tackles during the regular season on a much improved coach defense that made it to the division round of the playoffs. So Darius Leonard out of South Carolina State HBCU school. Shout out to Keisha Kelly. Uh, Darius Leonard is going to be one of those ones to watch, you know, down the road. Like I said, 
He reminds me of a young Derrick Brooks. Built for tough offensive line of the year, L.A. Rams. The Rams held it together all year long, opened up lines, lanes for Todd Gurley, and giving Jerry Goff a chance to throw 32 touchdowns this year. So, uh, salute to the Rams offensive line for being built for tough. Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award. New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees. Uh, Brees has always been a community type guy since uh, being down in New Orleans, uh, giving back to the community. And on top of that, he's one of the best sports um, sports personality in the NFL. So shout out to Drew Brees for winning the Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award. AB Comeback Player of the Year. I call this in mid-season Andrew Luck. Easily the comeback player of the year. Me, myself, I thought his career was over. I'm not going to lie. And I even wanted the coach to trade him. I'm not ashamed to say it. But he made it back. Back with a vengeance. And, uh, hey, what else can I say? I think he is going to end up being a top 10 quarterback again in this league. Uh, if last year with any indicator, I think all he needs is a top flight receiver and with Antonio Brown out there. I can see that being a perfect match made in heaven. AP assistant coach of the year. New former Chicago Bears defensive coordinator Vic Fangio, now coach of the Denver Broncos, is the assistant coach of the year. Bridgestone clutch performance player of the year, Miami Miracle. If you didn't see it, go to YouTube, check it out. I think it was one of the craziest plays I have ever seen in an NFL game. Deacon Jones Award, Los Angeles Rams Ram defense tackle Aaron Donner. Uh, this award is for the sack leader in the NFL. And like I said, Aaron Donner led the lead with 20 and a half. Touchdown celebration of the Seattle Seahawks. I actually don't know which one it was. I'm not going to lie because I didn't get a chance to see this one on the show. But, on the other hand, it's a choreography, and uh, they had a lot of uh, <laughs> touchdown dances, so which one it was, I don't know. Don Shula, NFL High School Coach of the Year. Gabe Infante from St. Joseph Prep. Courtyard Unstoppable Performance of the Year. Los Angeles Rams quarterback Jerry Goff against the Kansas City Chiefs, which is, to me was the game of the year, in my personal opinion. AP Coach of the Year, Chicago Bears coach Matt Nagy. Nagy led the Bears to a playoff run, which came up short after a wild card loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. But at the same time, they ended up 12-4 and and uh, had one of their best seasons in probably the last decade. Well, actually, since making the Super Bowl about 12 years ago. AP Most Valuable Player, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I've spoken on this already. 50 touchdown passes, third person to ever do that. And on top of that, led the Chiefs to the AFC Championship. Like I said, Patrick Mahomes is the future of the NFL. And y'all heard it here first. Walter Payton Man of the Year. Presented by Nationwide goes to Philadelphia Eagles defensive end Chris Long. 
Uh, I seen this coming also. Uh, he played last year, donated his whole check uh, to fund schooling for kids to give them, you know, proper schooling. So I salute him for doing that. Uh, he's a two-time Super Bowl champion, winning 50, Super Bowl 51 with the Patriots and 52 with the Eagles. So Chris Long wins Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. That's my thought on that. I'll be right back to wrap this show up. Catch y'all in a minute. Hey, what's up, NFL fans? Before I get out of here, I want to give a shout-out to the Hall of Fame class of 2019. The Hall of Fame class of 2019 will be another good one. Uh, a lot of first, you know, battle Hall of Famers. Um, let's start it off. Former Georgia Bulldog, Denver Bronco and Redskins cornerback Champ Bailey. First battle Hall of Famer. Definitely deserves it. Was a shutdown corner for many years in the league. 52 career interceptions. <clears throat> what more do I need to say? Pat Bowling, Denver Broncos owner, voted in. Gil Brandt. Uh, formerly of the Dallas Cowboys, player personnel from uh, 1966 to 1988. I'm sorry, 1960 to 1988. Good long time. He's still with us. He's 85 years old now. Uh, happy for him. Uh, Tony Gonzalez, former Kansas City Chiefs and Atlanta Falcons tight end. Well over a thousand catches, 111 touchdowns during his career, and man. He was one of the best. Maybe the best tight end of all time. Ty Law, former uh, New England Patriot. Kansas City Chief and New York Jet gets in. Uh, if you remember, he had that key pick six in, super, in the Patriots' first Super Bowl win that started this run that they're on now, which was exactly 17 years ago from the day of the Super Bowl. So good luck to Ty Law. Congratulations. Kevin Mawai, one of the best run-blocking centers that I've ever seen. Uh, former Jet Tennessee Titan. Um, definitely deserved it. Ed Reed, the best defensive back I think all time. Uh, I know Dion is the best cornerback, but best defensive back all time, I'm going Ed Reed easily. Uh, Ed Reed, if he picked the ball off, you can expect him to be headed the other way for six points. He was just that good. Ball hawking safety, you know. He put in some work, man. And hey, if y'all didn't see him play, I'm sorry, man. He was a sight to see. Uh, he retired in 2015. And uh, <clears throat> to be honest, um, I think, you know, he could have actually, you know, played a little longer. But you know, I guess he thought his skills weren't there no more. And for y'all that didn't know, uh, he was an assistant defensive back coach for the Buffalo Bills in 2016. So, yes, he's got a little coaching in, and he's probably going to do it again, you know, <clears throat> before he leaves. Uh, he holds the NFL record for most return yards. Uh, he has 1,590, 
including a record 107-yard return. So, like I said, if you didn't get to watch Ed Reed play, man, you missed a lot. 64 career interceptions. That dude can do it all, man. That, that dude can do it all. And trust me when I tell you, he was a sight to see. Johnny Robinson, former Kansas City Chief Safety, uh, he made it in. So, another great class, like I said. You know, always, you know, good to see, you know, first-timers get in on the first ballot uh, with Chump Bailey, Tony Gonzalez, and uh, Ed Reed. So, I got to watch all three of those players play. And, man, those those were three of the best. So, that's my show for today, good people. Thank y'all again. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Please share this if you see it on social media. I would greatly appreciate it. Again, find me on Twitter at FatboySlim underscore 21. That's FatboySlim underscore 21 on Twitter. Instagram at Antoine, A-N, the number 2-W-O-N. Catch me on YouTube, Smitty Sports Machine. My YouTube channel is up and running. And I'm going to be adding new content to it soon. But before I do, please enjoy what I have already put up. And I would greatly appreciate if you share that as, as well. That's all my that's all my time, my good people. I'll catch y'all on the flip side. Peace. <laughs>